Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Godolphin Flying Start Podcast Leading to Success. I'm Jared Dunworth and I'm one of the 2023 to 2025 Godolphin Flying Start trainees. I'm joined here with my fellow trainee and co-host Anna Cahill and we hope to share our experience along the way and we'll have an array of guests ranging from trainees, alumni, Godolphin management and turbid industry professionals. Tune in on the third Friday of each month and make sure to follow our journey on our social media platforms. So to start us off, Anna, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so hello everyone. As Joe said, my name's Anna. I'm from NACE in Kildare. I completed a degree in food science in UCD before starting to work in the thoroughbred industry. I started off by doing a bit of bid spotting in Tattersalls, Ireland, and then got a full-time job at Newtown Stud, where I did a bit of everything from falling down mares uh, right up to yearling prep. I then went on to complete the Irish National Stud course in 2022 and prior to commencing the Flying Start I worked in Sedgenhouse Stud in Australia working mainly with the Mares and Falls. So back to you Jared. tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks Anna. Um, so I'm a proud Limerick man. I've grown up around horses all my life. Uh, we have a small stud farm at home where we pinnock foals and we sell as yearlings. Um, after secondary school, I went on and did a degree in equine business at Minute University. Um, then I've been kind of I've been lucky. I've got to work at some great farms. I worked at New Cells Park Stud uh, in England. I did a yearling prep there. I also worked at Monceau in France and uh, at Tally Stud in Mullingar here in Ireland. And like Anna, I did the Irish National Stud course uh, from January to June, uh, which was a great experience. And I've done some bid spotting at Goffs, and now that brings me up to where I am today. So we're going on to our sixth week of our first phase of the programme here in Ireland. We are lucky enough to be living and working in the beautiful Kildangan Stud in Kildare. We've been to race meetings at NACE, the Curra and Leopardstown, including Irish Champions Festival last weekend, which we'll discuss uh, more later in the show. We've attended veterinary lectures in UCD and have recently started yearling breaking here in Kildangan. I think we're off to a great start. We're learning loads and having fun along the way. So on today's show, we will be hearing from a fellow Flying Start trainee, Harrison Everett, who will give us an update on his time on the course and what he thinks of Ireland. And then we will have Martina Dempsey, the Irish coordinator of the Flying Start, who will be talking about her role and her participation in the Corinthian Challenge. So stay tuned. So now I'd like to introduce our first guest of the Leading to Success podcast, Harrison Everett. How are you, Harry? I'm great, thank you, Joe. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being on the show. So Harry, would you mind telling our listeners back at home a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, of course. So um, I am from Australia, as you might be able to tell, uh, specifically um, about two hours south of Sydney in a lovely area called the Southern Highlands. Uh, there I grew up on uh, my parents' broodmare property, Meredith Park, um, and um, went to UNSW in Sydney, uh, graduating with a Bachelor of Design. Oh, wow. That's quite a unique uh, degree. Yeah, so it's something that's a little bit uh, more different, I guess, than what the other trainees here at Flying Start have. Um, and yeah, so within that degree, uh, I worked at the Wink Stand, which was an awesome experience. I was a project intern there with Taylor Construction. Um, and that, that really was a massive eye-opening for me. Uh, I had limited horse experience at that time. Uh, and then after that, I went and worked at Arrowfield Stud and then went to Kentucky and worked at Three Chimneys, which was fantastic. Um, the, the things that I learned from working within those horse studs, not only was about horsemanship and the industry as a whole, but 
what really lacked in the industry, uh, and that was facilities, especially designed around the welfare point of view uh, of the horse and also um, the overall efficiency as well. And both of those are quite often overlooked, I think. I'm sure that there's plenty of people that have worked in barns which have just not been efficient or safe. Uh, and so I think that's actually what I want to try to go into and improve and try to utilise my degree uh, to benefit the industry as a whole. And hopefully Flying Start can help me do that. So you're quite a long way from home. Um, how are you finding life in Ireland so far? Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I love it. It's, um, you know, it's great. I think it's more about the people though as well. Um, so this course and our group this year, I think is fantastic. Uh, and overall, like I think the Irish and the Australians have a lot in common and there's yeah, a lot in that. And have you picked up on any of the lingo, Harry? Ah, uh, grand, yeah. Grand. <laughs> um, no, there's, there's been a couple of words. Uh, it's, it's pretty easy to pick up, I think, uh, sort of sayings and that when a lot of fellows around you are using it, so yeah. Yeah, you're definitely, you're living with two Irish lads and I'm, I'm sure we're rubbing off on you. That's it, of course. So how are you finding the course so far? Oh, the course is, it's such a great opportunity. I think we can all say that we're very grateful to be able to do it. Um, you know, there's just so many opportunities that can arise from it. Um, and just the things that we're able to do here whilst we're on the course and the people we can meet, it's uh, all in all, it's just such a fantastic experience and I'd highly recommend it to anyone that's interested in, in applying. Do you have a, a highlight of the course so far while we've been here in Ireland? Yeah, actually, um, Champions Festival up in Leopardstown, that was, uh, that was fantastic. Uh, that was really, that was a great race, race day. Uh, so Harry, was there a horse that stood out for you during the day? Uh, yeah, there actually was, uh, that, that uh, Tahira filly, uh, she was fantastic. Uh, she, she won the, the matron stakes. Um, that was just, watching her win that was, that was awesome. I, I couldn't imagine owning a horse like that and the excitement that that would bring to you, especially after retirement post-race career as a broodmare. Like, that'd be awesome to have in your paddock. Oh, she was unbelievable. And, like, what were your overall thoughts on the Champions Festival? Like, Yeah, look, like, it was definitely awesome. It reminded me a lot more of Australian racing compared to maybe our experiences at the Cara. Um, the whole way that they uh, put on a show and also got a much younger audience there. Um, there was definitely that party atmosphere, which I think is important to incorporate to racing. And that's something that Australia does really well, I think. And Anna, you were in Australia also. Like, what did you like compare over to Australia? What was the differences? Yeah, I think the same as what Harry was saying. They kind of target a younger, maybe younger audience over in Australia and make it a much bigger day out than maybe some of the race meetings over here. Um, I know myself and Harry both really enjoyed the um, going to the Everest last year, and um, so that was that was good. Harry, how do you think kind of racing as a whole differs over here in Ireland than in Australia? Um, yeah, I think it literally just goes back down uh, to the audience and the crowd and the um, the atmosphere that 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 caters. I think Australia, personally anyway, and it might just be because I'm not familiar with Irish racing, but there's definitely a big build-up towards races, uh, especially through social media and things like that, and they just they really, they really pump it onto everything and make sure everyone knows that it's happening, uh, and also just public transport as well to, to, to good race days in Australia is massive, so it makes it a lot easier for people to be able to go out and have a social beer and have a nice punt and actually support the industry as a whole. Um, do you think the type of horses they breed is different as well? Like I, I find that they kind of aim 
more towards sprinters over in Australia. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, that whole industry in Australia being sprinting based, um, it's definitely for, I think, syndicates the most as well, because they can get a horse straight onto the track. And and not only that, but there is just a certain excitement about the sprints. It's, um, you know, it's it happens in a flash. It's exciting. There's adrenaline. Everyone's cheering. It really captivates the crowd. And, and, and I think people don't get bored, but you know, we, we do, I guess, have to look at the, the um, just the future of racing in general. Like um, people, I think, are becoming a lot more bored very quickly, especially with how everything is on instant demand, uh, you know, going into social media and things like Netflix and that. But yeah. Yeah. So there are some differences between Australia and Irish racing, but I'm glad you enjoyed the week, Harry. Um, you know, it is our premier race and, you know, our best horses and our two best tracks, you know, taking on each other. You know, it's a great weekend. It always falls in the right place in the calendar. And um, yeah, I'm glad you got to see the pinnacle of our racing. So we're going to be traveling to four more countries over the next two years. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to? Um, oh, in all honesty, the whole thing, like that sounds generic, but I'm really looking forward to Newmarket. I've never been to Newmarket, uh, so that will be awesome. Uh, Kentucky, I'm really looking forward to. Um, it's, it's almost my second home. Uh, I... I was there for eight months, uh, three chimneys there. Um, but yeah, also it will be great to be back in my home turf and see some Australian racing and then actually be witnessing it with the other levels of racing internationally and be able to compare that in my mind of, uh, of where we are as well. Yeah, I think we're all really excited and really grateful that we all get to travel the world together over the next two years. Okay, so thanks, Harry, for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, um, it was great getting your insight into Australian racing, Irish racing, how they compare, and um, even just your experience in the flying starts. So thanks for coming along. And uh, just on the last note, what's for dinner tonight? <laughs> uh, actually, I think Jake's cooking tonight. Which oh, is be, he? Yeah, really? so that, that would be... Uh, That's a rarity. Yeah, well, that would be exciting, I think. Yeah, yeah. Work. <laughs> so just to let our listeners know, Harry's a great chef and he cooks a mean carbonara. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so now we're going to go on to our second guest of the podcast, uh, Martina Dempsey. Um, Martina Dempsey is the Irish um, coordinator of the Good Elephant Flying Start. Hi, Martina. You're welcome here. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Um, so, Martina, I suppose, first of all, would you mind just introducing yourself? Tell us a bit about yourself and your background in the industry. So I've been in this role as Godolphin Flying Star Coordinator for nearly two years now. Um, previous to this, I've worked as an equine lecturer in a number of different colleges. And I've also worked in the thoroughbred industry for a number of years as an exercise rider in Ireland. And I spent a year in Australia as well. So my background is very much in racing and in education. And that's how... Um, this job here as working with Godolphin Flying Star attracted me to the role and um, I'm very happy to be in it. Okay, and can you tell us a little bit more about your role here at Godolphin? So my role um, is compromises mostly of organising things, structuring things while yourselves, the trainees, are here in Ireland. So there's two Ireland phases. One is the very first phase of the programme and the very last phase of the programme. So I get to work with trainees in, when they first start and also just before they graduate. Along with doing that, I'm involved in recruitment. I answer a lot of queries when people have questions about the programme and also coming up to applications and interviews. I'm involved in a lot of the background admin part of that. 
Um, so at the moment, you're currently taking part in a charity race challenge for Irish injured jockeys. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, so it's called the Corinthian Challenge and it's been a few years running now. Um, what it is, is compromises of three races. So I'm not a professional jockey. I'm very much amateur, but I will be riding on the track. Um, it has three races, one at Nace, the Curra and Leopardstown this year. Um, so I have to get fit, I have to up my skill set, um, and along with that, I also have to raise money for Irish injured jockeys. So we have a target of €10,000 to raise by the time we complete the last race of the series. So along with getting fit um, and uh, doing a lot of horse riding, I'm also trying to do a lot of fundraising. And is that 10000 each? each jockey has to raise 10000 Yes, so that's each participant. There's 12 of us in total this year, and each of us have a target of €10,000. Not easy stuff, Martina. No, definitely not. So you actually, we've already seen you in your first race there at Nace. Uh, can you just give a lowdown and how did that go? So it was, it was such a great experience. Um, I was quite nervous and I think a lot of the other participants were as well. And a big part of that was that we didn't really know what was ahead of us. One or two people had completed in charity races before, but most of us hadn't. So there was a big learning curve there from just the procedures in the way room and how all that goes in the parade ring beforehand and in the race itself. And that's probably one of the great things about this challenge or what attracted me to do it. It's a chance to ride in three races. So when one completed now, I can strategize a bit more and look forward to the next two races. Now we've also seen, when we were there, we saw you do a second round of the course. Would you mind giving your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah that wasn't intentional but uh, a few people asked me did I enjoy it so much that I just went for a second lap so that's my story and I'm going to stick to it no I certainly don't envy you and even the jockey the one took a little tumble there as well but luckily he was all okay for our viewers there at home um so I suppose um would you mind just telling everyone when and where is your second race in the LinkedIn challenge so the second race is Sunday the 24th of September in the Curra race course and I'm really looking forward to that because I um ride for a local trainer there Richard Brabison and we'd ride out a lot using different gallops and stuff on the current training ground so it's very exciting to get to ride on the track. So you held an Irish Champions Festival preview night last week to raise money how can other people contribute now to help you raise more money and reach your target? So if anyone would like to donate, there's an online platform which can be reached through uh, the Irish Injured Jockeys website, then onto the Corinthian Challenge website, and you'll see a link there on the 2023 participants. But I'm also holding uh, two more fundraisers. So um, I'm holding a competition uh, involved around the Goffs sales where people can enter for 10 euro and they pick five lots. Um, at the sales and the winner goes to whoever chooses the lots that raise the most money so um, look out for promotion of that and I'm also going to do a table quiz in my local uh, pub so there are more things coming up to support me. Very good. Well Martina I certainly don't envy you for that anyways um, so I suppose we're going to ask you some questions Um, some are very serious some are quite light-hearted um so first of all a very straightforward question 
Uh, who's been your favorite racehorse? Well, I have to say Fair Damsel. So she was my ride in my first race at Nace and she served me very, very well. And she's going to be my ride in the next race at the Curra. And I really looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, your favorite racetrack? Well, I'm just going to just stick to all the one thing here. I'm going to say the Curra, but uh, because it's so local, because I'm uh, from there and because I ride near it every day, I'm looking forward to getting back on there. Anyways. <laughs> um, I suppose next, any hobbies outside of horses? Sadly, I have to say no. I have my own horses that I do a bit of leisure stuff and a bit of uh, hunting and uh, jumping on. But um, outside of horses, no, I don't say you can say going for a run is really a hobby <laughs> or whatever. So yeah. it's all horses. Horses kind of took over your life, don't they? So sure. Um, the boys asked me uh, to ask you this. Uh, what's your favourite household? Out of the trainees here, the flying start. God, that's tough now. Household or house? <laughs> uh, I say house. You can say street cry if you want. No, no pressure. Well, I'll say the one that gives me the least trouble so far. Um, yeah. Um, I'll have to go with street cry. Oh, thank you. You're always lovely, Martina. Um, Anna now wanted me to ask you this. Um, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? It's a yes from me. Oh, no. No? I don't think that's the right answer. Pineapple. It's always good to have a bit of fruit in your pizza. Spice things up. Um, so, yeah, so that kind of brings us to the end of um, our segment here with Martina. I certainly don't envy you, Martina. I say, you know, with uh, the work you're doing with us, it's not easy balancing that and then with the riding and everything. So congratulations. And, um, yeah, we'll be sure to support you with all your fundraising. And best luck uh, for the coming weeks ahead. Thank you very much. It was great to speak to you. So that brings us to the end of our show. I'd like to thank Harry for talking to us today. It was great to hear Harry's insight to life on the flying start and the difference between Australian and Irish racing. And also I'd like to thank Martina who spoke to us about her role here at Godolphin and about the Corinthian Challenge and make sure to support her for a great cause. And I'd better give a mention to my co-host Anna Cal for putting up with me on today's podcast. <laughs> Join us next time. But before that, make sure to follow us on our socials. I've been your host, Jared Dunworth, leading you to success.